0: Elise is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it! There it is! It's another! And it's Bubba Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right. Elise with the assist.
1: It's uh, season two, episode 28, I think it is maybe 29, 28 of the Houston Dynapod podcast, and I'm Finister. We're, we're kind of back from the international break, which hasn't really been much of a break, especially considering who's with me tonight, Sean. How's your break been, dude?
0: I don't have breaks. International breaks don't apply to podcasters, didn't you hear?
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> every, I took the, I took some time off. I took some time for me just to really refocus and really figure out who finn really is
0: oh oh so who is finn
1: we're gonna get to that a little bit
0: <laughs>
1: it's pretty he's pretty happy sounds Let's like say- you
0: you must have consulted the the wisdom of someone uh with a uh, greater age and 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 wisdom than you
1: i don't know anybody like that
0: that's probably fair actually so it's fair, it's fair. i know
1: plenty of people with greater age but like we all have different levels of wisdom. Uh, I
0: mean I was just In thinking anyway. you must have consulted uh, Antonio Conte at this point.
1: Oh, that's right. That has been busy. So this is this is the uh this is the Houston Dinosaurs podcast. Real quick. Spurs, Spurs-y, and, uh, pod. Bro, Spursy pod.
0: Houston Spursy pod.
1: It's it's been fucking it's unreal. Like okay. So we're not used to this. We're used to like signing players August 29th. Is that fair? August 30th. We've already signed the Spurs, not Dynamo. Parasit. Yeah, got it. Could you imagine Oyster. if the
0: Dynamo? Could you imagine if the Dynamo had the offseason that Spurs are having right now?
1: If the Dynamo signed any <laughs> of these players that Spurs fucking are linked with or have signed, it would be. I mean, honestly, these guys, I think they're all better than Hector Herrera. Everybody on this list, Perisic was the top left back in Syria. Yeah, Jed Spence is an unproven commodity, so no. Uh, sure, Forrester, sure. Forrester a solid goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. He's he's on par, I think, with uh, what's his name? Because he started for Southampton in the Premier League. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're linked with Basuma, who I fucking hated playing against.
0: Everybody him hates and, playing uh, against him. That's that, why that you want on the team.
1: Cucarilla. yeah, Kukarrella. I fucking hate that guy. He drives me nuts. And we're linked with Ericsson and then Pau Torres as well. Did I leave anybody out? Uh, Fabinha? Who was it?
0: uh, Rafinha. Rafinha. Rafinha
1: Rafinha from Brazil.
0: I mean, we're linked with like 50 players at this point. I mean, we're still linked with Bastoni.
1: Kind of. Nope, nope,
0: nope. There was a thing that came out today that says that Bastoni is 100% sold on going to Tottenham. And now he's trying to push Inter to finalize the deal.
1: Well, then I've seen, Who uh, was it? I saw Torres now is supposedly going to menu. Yeah, but we but don't need Torres when if we get the Stoney.
0: When was the last time we were right. legitimately linked with this many players and every one of them seemed logistically feasible?
1: Well, and you have guys like Parasich who was Inter wanted him back. Like he yep. chose to come here. Yep. He left a fucking champion, uh, the team that won Syria. What, is it,
0: what does it go to show you? It goes to show you the power of having a coach, a manager that is desirable around the world globally, a manager, a coach that carries the weight of his pedigree and his time. Look, players want to play for this coach. Players that have played for him want to come back and play for him. Players that have never played for him want to come and play for him.
1: His dick walks into the room like a minute before he does.
0: He's uh, I'ma say this. Look, look, right now, uh Paratisi and Conte are a match made in heaven in Parate- the Premier
1: League. Chi. I think it's Paratici.
0: Well, okay. I these don't names. speak freaking Italian, man. Come on. Okay.
1: Italiano. Patatesi, it's,
0: it's it's uh, you know, whatever you said. I, think, that's,
1: I, think, I, I think if we imitate Another culture. I think that makes us like xenophobic. I think that's the word, isn't it?
0: No, no, it's not how that works.
1: Okay. I don't know how any of it works. It, to be it honest. makes but
0: us it, it's okay because Italians have always boy. been Super Mario based, right? So, like, you know, are we really mocking Italians or are we just mocking Super Mario and Luigi?
1: No, 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 no. Yep, yep. So, like Paris Stitch and Forrester were signed on freeze. Erickson yeah, yeah. linked with us would be signed on a free because Erickson is yep. linked again. Yep. Spence would cost money. Yep, 20 million. Busama, I, I read upwards of is it 40 or 50?
0: Uh 40, 50. like 47,
1: something like Torres that. Torres is in the 50s
0: or 60s. Uh Torres, but Torres would be supplemented, which means his cost would be reduced because they want La in return.
1: Oh yeah, take him. Take him. Hell you know yeah. How, Are you? You know how I wouldn't mind back. You know I wouldn't mind back from that team is one fourth.
0: Yeah, you know, Foyt, yeah, I, I miss Foyt, but uh, I'll be honest, uh, he's in a better place, and uh, let's be honest, we're in a better place, so yeah, it's but okay.
1: Yeah, would he would be a very serviceable backup to Ben Davies. Y-
0: yes, but if you get Powell, Ben Davis yeah. no longer matters. <laughs> I mean, not no. Ben Davies, uh, Foyt would no longer make a difference, and Torres was much better than Foyt.
1: Yes, yes, but it's a it's an exciting time to be a Spurs fan, and I mean, is it, is it an exciting time to be a Dynamo fan? Is it, Sean? We're, we're in seventh place right now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Real, realistically, the Sounders have played 12 games. We've played 14. They're two points off of that seventh spot. Yep. Let's just give that to them. Let's assume they're going to win one of those two sure. games. Sure,
0: so we're in eighth place. We're in eighth of the place. Season.
1: Realistically tied yep. with three other clubs. Sure. sure. Is this better or worse than you were expecting?
0: It's exactly where I expected us, to be totally honest. I knew that we had a chance to be better, we also had a chance to be worse, so being in 8 feels about right. 7th eight, 8th, you know, I, look, anything can happen. Seattle could leapfrog us into 7th and I think that's a feasible bet to make, but you know, I think there's some... teams
1: above like RSL. I don't think RSL is that good. I don't think what are they were they 4th place, 5th place. RSL played, played
0: two more matches than us or one more match than us as well. I think it's so, one. Yeah. I don't a think Austin is that good. It, it's interesting. A lot of the teams at the top of the table, the first you know six or so, most of them have played more matches than everybody else in the in the yeah. Western Conference.
1: Yeah, but NYCFC looks pretty fucking good.
0: Yeah, but they just lost their coach. So how long is that going to continue? Oh,
1: they're going to promote somebody from Man no, City lower, uh, lower. Man uh, City okay. women, somebody. Yeah, I saw. I yeah. saw.
0: I mean, you know, you can promote a, a guy, you know, into the into the role. That oh. doesn't mean it's not going to take him time to adapt. Doesn't mean the team's going to continue the way that they were, you know, it's uh, you never know. That's all I'm saying. Never know. So
1: are you, are you happy so far?
0: I mean, I'm always happy uh, with the dynamo, with, with the dynamo. Uh, I am, but I I do think that, uh, you know, we're clearly not done with the transfer window, even though technically we haven't done anything in this transfer window yet, which doesn't even open until another july 9th july 9th yeah another half a month away uh, or
1: 8th whatever it is yeah, yeah
0: it's 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 you know it's right after the first week of the july is over but um you know yeah i think right now dynamo wise yeah i'm happy um i think that uh all the moves that, that were necessary were made um i think there's additional moves that will be made in this window uh which should bolster the team you know in in, in places of importance uh and I think if we're we're being honest, there's um we have some young players that I think need to get opportunities more often. Uh but you know, at halfway through the season, if this is what you know, if you told me that we'd be fighting for a playoff spot halfway through the season before Hector Herrera gets here, I would be perfectly content with that.
1: Yeah, this is this is where I want it to be as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't I, I thought we'd be around 10th. So I'm I'm not the-
0: there were a lot of there were a lot of pessimists out there. Let's be honest, a lot of pessimists. Yeah,
1: there are there. people. Colin from Keeping Tabs had us finish in seventeenth, and there's only 14 teams in the West. Yeah, well, there that's you how go. fucking pessimistic he's look, been. Look, I yeah. mean,
0: you know, you know, he had us finishing days, behind right? the what Oakland Raiders. Kids these days, these
1: damn whippersnappers. I'll tell look, you
0: what, Colin didn't have to suffer through the lean years. You know, he he gets to experience what it's like to to be a you know decent team in in MLS,
1: which I, I think is. I think that's where we're headed. You know, I, I said that if we were seven, eight, nine when Her- Herrera gets here, that the playoffs are a cinch. And I, they're not a cinch. A lot of shit could happen. And, and some, there's some news coming out of Houston that we'll get to that could really affect us going forward. But man, right now, we're in, we're in eighth place, realistically. We have yep. four games before Herrera gets here. It's going to be a home derby against fucking Frisco Rent Boys. And uh, we just had a little tune-up game. A little tune-up game where we shook the rust off and we got a one nothing win over Atleti de San Luis. Am I saying that right? Yep. Atletico? Atleti. Atletico de San Luis?
0: Atleti de San Luis. So,
1: so I, I did not watch it. I did not watch it. I gave the tickets away because it's a scrimmage. That's all it is. It's a scrimmage for charity, right? Mm-hmm. The Dynamo Kids Charities, which is a great cause. Uh, we played 23. We played everybody on the fucking roster.
0: Yeah. Everybody okay. that was available.
1: And yeah, and Sunday, Sunday I go in, I'm sitting outside of the tent in my underwear. I start looking through the internet and I see this article by Orange in the Oven. And I've read some of their stuff before. I don't know who they wait, are.
0: Did you indicate the tent was outside of your what wait? Oh, okay. Never We're mind. We're gonna get to oh, that God,
1: too. God. There was okay. there was a, there there was a tent pitched outside of a tent for many, oh, many hours on Saturday, but we'll get there. Oh boy! So, we you know, there's these, these there's some bloggers. There's uh, Breakfast Links with Dynamo Theory. There's Brian Gilchrist. He's my personal favorite because he writes them. He's so impassioned and he writes them and he doesn't like, he edits his own stuff. So he, some of his grammatical stuff gets through. So I like it. And then there's Orange in the Oven, who every now and again puts one out. So I read this thing and it was, look, I, I know it's a Dynamo blog, but it did nothing but bash us. And went against, I don't know, said it was a bad decision. We're playing a team from League MX, who's in 10th place. Um, their goal differential is zero, which I think that's ours as well. They said that this was a match where we didn't gain anything. And there was a comparison in there to Austin, which don't do that. There's a comparison to Austin playing Pachuca and how by Austin playing a team that's so much better, they can identify what's wrong. Austin got fucking slapped. Like they got slapped like the Dash got slapped the other night.
0: Mm-hmm. but I was just
1: not a fan of this article. So what we, okay. A game like this, we know it doesn't count. What, what's the point of it to you? What do you, what is a game like this for, in your opinion?
0: A chance to get your younger players a few minutes here and there against, you know, some players that they wouldn't get to play a style that they may not get to play against as frequently. Um, you know, a chance for exposure. Uh, and, you know, I brought this up on another podcast. I think it was Dynalytics last week, but, uh, you know, Atleti de San Luis, they are uh, a sister club to Atletico Madrid um, and are part ah. of that system. So, you know, I, and I brought this up, it, the last few handful of Dynamo Charities matches that we've had have all been tied to the, the team that we faced was always tied to a transfer that we made, a co- you know, coach or, or front office personnel that came in, something of that nature. There's always been, been some, some connection, some you know, underlying connection relationship with that club. And in this case, because of that Atletico Madrid connection with Hector Herrera, I mean, you know, you can't say it's a, it was a bad choice at that point. There is, you know, you're not making the choice. It very likely, very possibly could have been even, even included as part of the deal. Like, Hey, you know, Atletico Madrid for letting us sign Hector Herrera being okay with, you know, not offering him more money and letting him go ahead and sign with us without us having to pay a transfer fee, you know, Hey, your sister club down here, you know, in, in league MX that you're trying to build back up into something, you know, Hey, we'll, we'll have host a charities match with you and get your guys to come in and, and play our guys and, and we'll have a match and we'll donate the money to charity and, you know, get you some, some local publicity here in Houston and, and, and otherwise. And, you know, I mean, you can't, When it comes to marketing, you can't be worried about, you know, fan sentiment over, oh, our players need to be playing better teams. I mean, how many Premier League, you know, clubs in the middle of the season play a friendly? There's a bunch that'll play friendlies. just And they mean absolutely nothing, you know. They don't have to mean anything. I think it just depends on the club. But, yeah, I mean, to sit there and bash the team for... Playing at Leti, at Lady Day, uh, San Luis. I, I, that's not a bad decision to me. That's the right decision. That's that's a decision you make. It's a no brainer, you know.
1: I mean, because let's let's still be honest. MLS just won its first CONCACAF Champions Cup. We just MLS yep. just beat League MX. See, I've I've said before, MLS is better now. We're not League MX still has Club America, Pachuca, fucking Monterey, all those clubs, big, huge, massive clubs with 50,000 people. So we played a team, a middle of the road team in a league that overall has better quality than ours. Mm-hmm. Whereas we, we are a middle of the road team in a league. That's not as good. So guess what? I fucking, we played up. We played, I mean, their, their striker, uh, their winger, what is his name? Bert, Bertrami, Bertrami, Bertram, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. German, Jermaine. Guys, He's a good player. He's a good player. Yeah. Good player. You know, I just, this is like a, it's a glorified practice and it was a win and then I got to go on and I got to see that negativity when I'm trying to recover from a hangover and six hours of mushrooms and four hours of sex. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's not a good way to wake up and start your day. Sorry, man, we got four games. We have four games coming up two on the road Mm -hmm. two at home. We got to away.
0: I disagree with your predictions by the way.
1: That's here. So we're going to, this, these four matches right here. I think. I think you and I have talked about this. We've we've mentioned these four on how we need to be close and we need to get something out of them for her before Herrera comes in to keep us, you know, buoyant. I believe that you said these four matches don't matter at all because Herrera is going to totally change our fucking world. Something like that.
0: Yeah. You know, maybe not exact words, but not far off. I mean, even with that said, you know, Orlando away.
1: Orlando away. What do you got loss? Because no. I had a loss at first. No, I've got a draw. you got a draw.
0: I've got All a right. draw. We got a draw. I think that's an entirely feasible match to go in and get a draw out of. Uh, Chicago home. I have us winning that match.
1: <coughs> Man, you are being optimistic.
0: I don't think Chicago are as good as some people think. They've got definite uh, uh, holes and places where we can take advantage. And it's going to be on Palo to, to do that. And at home... We are a much more aggressive team overall. Uh, and uh, we should have all of our international players back, which means we'll have effectively our best 11 that we can put out. Um, and I think that that bodes well. Um, we usually
1: get our red cards at home too. That's something to keep in mind.
0: You're not wrong. You're not wrong, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> Portland away.
1: I got a yeah, I- draw. I got a Absolutely. loss.
0: I got a draw. I think that. We when's the so last ind- time
1: that we've? When's the last time we got a draw there? I know we haven't won there in fucking a long ass time. It's been a while. We, it's a long. We streak. won there like
0: five years ago. No, it's it's been re- more recent than that. But I mean, to be fair, when's the last time we won a road game in general before this season? So
1: LA Galaxy. You know. Oh, before this season. Yeah. Look, I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. So long. Yeah.
0: So that's the thing, right? We already have two away wins this season. We've played pretty well, actually, on the road, all things considered. Yeah, I, I do think that Portland away is one of those matches that, you know, we come into the match and, and catch a team that, that's not expecting an explosive Dynamo team to come in, a team that, you know, there are players that are on this team that better realize you got to step up or you're getting out, you know, as, as simply as I can put it.
1: And, you know, the last match is against Charlotte, who? Derek this Jones one just I disagree with.
0: This one I do four. disagree with. Ooh,
1: they're hey, they're better than people think.
0: They are much better than somehow, think. some
1: way. They're better than people think. They're in fifth fucking place already in a pretty good yep. East. Yep. yep. They've uh,
0: a- look. They, they've played well. They're well organized and well built. Um, I I think this is a draw. So I have got eight uh, points. Yeah, yeah. I know. Eight I know. Four. Trust me. I know. I looked at this and went, wait, that feels like a lot, but that's what I'm predicting coming out of this. Um, and I don't think it's unreasonable or you know impractical to think that that could happen.
1: I could see us doing some Dynamo shit to start a game or to start a second half and snatching fucking defeat from the jaws of victory.
0: See, that's the old mentality we got to break, Finn. It's the
1: PTSD, man.
0: Got to get that mentality out because... Look, everybody recovers at their
1: own pace. Look, this is a new
0: team under a new owner, under a new coach, under a new GM, under a new technical director with some young players that are being injected in, some other players that are being injected in. I think, you know, this team has proved... That, yes, they have those momentary, you know, lapses here and there. And and yes, the last match out was maybe not the the best impression to leave before going into the international break. Yeah, it was no bueno. But there are some players that got some much needed rest. And I think that a player like Darwin Quintero, this is his perfect opportunity. When Hector Herrera comes in, he's going to have to fight for his position. Hey, he's not just going to be handed that number 10 position. He can also forward.
1: take a break. So it's, it's a good thing for him, too.
0: Exactly. And so, he know, you know, Paulo's going to be able to, to, to say to him, hey, you can go all out. I'm going to give you a rest when Hector, you know, officially starts with the club. So you have four matches. If you go all out and you prove to me that, that I can't afford to sit you unless you want to be sat, I will keep you in. I'll tell you what, that's a motivation right there. And he wanted to stick around. That's a lot. You know, that says a lot. He wants to be here. He wants to play here. So
1: he did not leave. He likes it here.
0: uh, You know, so I I think, you know, in that regards, I think that, you know, I'm in agreement with one thing. I think that four points is the floor for these four matches, but I think eight points to ten points is the ceiling.
1: Wow. Or nine
0: points, eight to nine points is the ceiling.
1: Yeah, I had a draw with Orlando just because I think, I mean, I think they're going to Gonna be rusty too, but there's no there's no like advantage with the, the weather because it's basically Houston. Yep, and it just rains yep. a little bit more. Yep, Chicago home. I had us as a draw because I could see us sleeping. I could see us sleeping. You know, expecting to beat them, expecting to come out. You know, like you said, a little brain fart, a little slip up, and next thing you know, it, we snatch the draw. We, lo- we lose two points. We give up two points. Portland away. I just they're bad but they always fucking beat us. They are shit rotten this year. Have you seen uh-uh. like they are bad. Their goal differential uh-huh. I think is negative double digits.
0: Yep, it's bad. But
1: we we don't play well there, so I had it as a loss. And then look, the Charlotte one, I went off of like the first two matches cuz I remembered, god, they were so shit. But then I looked them up and I was like, man, they're actually better than I thought.
0: Yeah, they're they're a lot better. That's what i was I saying. Could,
1: I could see them snatching a draw here. So on that logic, I mean, like you said, four four is the floor. We we need four because four is going to keep us relevant. It's going to keep us near. It's going to keep us just within striking distance for when King Hector arrives. So Saturday night, story time, by the way, Saturday night, I went to a festival outside of Austin called Texas Viking Fest. And if you didn't know what it was, it's fucking in the name. People dress up like Vikings and they parade around well if you pay any attention to my history and uh my girlfriend who by the way we're we're now on facebook like official uh that was i guess that was nice i guess okay so we like to take shrooms and we smoke we smoke weed and we drink a little beer and we go out to these well we uh we camped out and it's back in the woods but there's people nearby like we could have hit the next nearest neighbor with a rock so we get everything set up. We go eat. I ate, like, I ate a bunch of mushrooms. The sky was doing all sorts of cool shit. Like It was really nice. We went there and around 10 o'clock, we walked back. So we're sitting outside the tent. and One thing leads to another. And um, we, we never made it inside the tent, Sean. We did various things to each other's bodies outside of the tent. I know people saw us, like without a doubt, because at one point somebody yelled something and I turned my head around. My head was in a, in a very specific area, flanked on either side by thighs. I turned my head around. And you ever seen like security video footage of fucking raccoons when they hop out of a garbage can and their eyes are all bright because of the light, the green fucking light? You know what I'm talking about? hmm. That's what it looked like. Like three little sets of fucking raccoon eyes. A good, like, I don't know, 30 30 yards away, but a little bit creepy. Anyway, this thing went on from, oh my God, dude, it, it was so long. It was like four hours outside. Uh, I woke up the next morning and my penis hurt. My penis was like sore. It was sore. And the only other time that's ever happened was when I tried to see how many times I could take care of myself in a day. If you were wondering, the number seven. Seven was the uh, the big number. So, dude, Fafa wants to leave. What's up with this? What's up with this rumor a leak MX. What is that's this? A hell
0: of a, that's a hell of a segue.
1: I mean, well, what am I going to do? Ask you if you've ever taken dreams and had sex for four hours in front of strangers? I know the answer is no. You're correct. Yeah, it's it's fucking no for most people. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's no for most people, man. It's it's a it's a, it's a it's a fun thing. It's a very she's a wonderful lady. She's she's very wonderful, very wonderful. And dude, we had a pretty sweet setup. Very sweet, fucking. We have a big old tent. It's like fourteen by ten feet. It's like a cabin. We had a dope ass spot. Yeah, we had amazing sex for hours. So hey. Why do you think Fafa wants to go? This is a rumor, right? Which we will... That What did you... Two people? Are you seeing it from two, two outlets? Two new sources?
0: I've seen it more than two, but sure, let's go with two. Oh,
1: well, whatever it is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you give this any credence?
0: Uh, 100%. Hell yeah, I do.
1: Why do you think he wants to go?
0: Probably because at this point, Paolo has said to him, I'm intending to start Thor over you. And Fafa's like on the wing, wow, on the wing. Our best match this season came with Thor on the wing.
1: He's still not going to hit 10 goals.
0: Uh, he's going to hit 10 goals if he plays on that wing and Sebus is up top.
1: So you think Fafa has been told or is he the writing is on the wall for Thor to take his spot?
0: Yeah,
1: I do. I do. All right, here's what I think. I think Fafa knows that at this point in his career, he's had a good enough year last year and he's having a decent enough year this year that he might be able to parlay that into a slightly larger club. More money. And realistically, are we going to win anything this year? We could. But all we have left right now is the league and the supporter shield. But that's... The league is what's important. Fuck the supporter shield. Supporter shield doesn't matter if you don't win the league. It's fucking like a consolation trophy in my opinion, but I think he's just, he knows he can't win anything here. He sees like partially like what you said, we are getting younger. Thor has played on the wing. We also have Tiago and Dorsey opposite and they could play on the left wing as well and Pasher. So I think he sees that his, the carpet's kind of been rolled out for him to go. It's not all the way out, but I think he wants to be there with a punch. Next thing is, who do you replace him with? Because love him or hate him, because it's pretty much how people view Fafa. He creates havoc. Yes, he turns the ball over. Yes, he's offsides a lot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, he has a head shaped like a bullet Mm because he kind of does. But who do we replace him with?
0: You really think Thor?
1: I think think Thor. Thor? I think that's asking a lot of a a rookie to play a new position.
0: No, I mean, he's, he played there already once this season, best match of the season.
1: I wonder if they'll push him up and play him a little bit more centrally, kind of like a left center forward.
0: Yeah. see, I think that that is more ish what they'll play, but he definitely tracked back a lot in that LA match. It wasn't like he was just staying up. He tracked back and didn't
1: we run him. a 4-4-2? four, two, wasn't a four, four, two. No, much? it was
0: not a 4-4-2. It was a, it was an over, uh, an over-exaggerated uh not an over-exaggerated but like a a altered four three three. it was still a four three three. it was our typical formation it was it's just very so like, lopsided to one side so thor was able to push in if he wanted to but there's inherent yes. adva- advantages right so if he wants to stay wide, stay wide he can but he can also push in and that just absolutely screws with defenders you know especially outside defenders or center backs that are trying to cover him you know, and it, and it, you know, we saw how many chances it created. That was not Thor's only chance on the night either.
1: And it's going to open up the left side for Lundqvist, who sometimes it it gets forward. It's got a nice little Lund- assist.
0: It's going to let Lundy push up. It's going to it's going to encourage Seca to be more, uh, you know, to be more involved, but let Seca really decide if he wants to push up or if he wants to kind of cover back. Uh, you know, it just creates mix- mismatches across the field and. Once Hector Herrera gets here, he's going to be able to find Thor on the run. He's going to be able to find, you know, Thor up close to the goalkeeper on various, you know, services in, you know, Hector Herrera is going to be able to unlock a lot of potential for a lot of guys. And I just think, you know, uh, Thor out wide, uh, you know, and you know, I've been high on Thor since we drafted him. I I know his style of play is just, to me, it's exactly what we need. You know, whether it's wider or up top, I mean, it doesn't really matter to me. I just – it's it's what we need. And I've having watched him play wide now, I know that's where I want him right now in this formation and this style. But, you know, I just think that, you know, like you said, yeah, we can't play pasture out there, but is that the best use of pasture? Are we maximizing pasture if we play him on the left? You know
1: what? It's easy. Corey Baird, he's right-footed. You play All on right. the left, the inverts so we can – Leave pasture on the right. Thor can still come off the bench in the last 20. -20. I know for a
0: fact you do not want Corey Baird on this team anymore.
1: I don't not want him on the team. I don't want him in the starting lineup.
0: You don't want him in the starting lineup. Okay. So there you go. Let's start there. That's not your answer. Keep going. Find your answer for left left wing for me because it ain't Corey and you know Uh, it.
1: it. It's not Corey. For me, it's going to have to be, I don't know, man. But that's the thing right now I'm looking at. When we lose Fafa, okay, now who is a true serviceable MLS left wing? E- even take, say Thor is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who's the other one? Pasher? Pasher. Tiago? It ain't Tiago.
0: Pasher, Tiago as depth.
1: We need another wing.
0: Memo. We need two. Darwin. <laughs> No, and and I've said it, you know, repeatedly. I think Dynamo, one position in particular, they're going to look to get a player in at is going to be winger. And they can only do that if they free up a roster slot.
1: I just, I hope that whoever they pick is the right pick.
0: Uh, You're not high on that uh, Carasa guy or whatever his name was. Saraka, Sarasa.
1: I don't know. Sarasa,
0: Sarasa. That's what it was. I don't know who that
1: is. Who's that?
0: I don't know. He's a player from Progresso, the team that we were not the
1: Honduran kid.
0: No, the Honduran kid.
1: Oh yeah, the Honduran kid. Yeah, no, no, he was. His numbers are okay, yeah. but in a, a league that
0: doesn't mean shit. Come on, that's the problem. You can't look at numbers with kids like that. You really can't. It doesn't predict anything.
1: Is 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 he a nine though?
0: No, he's not. He can play wing. He can play wing. He can play, he can play midfield. He can play wing.
1: Well, I mean, historically, we've. We've done okay with Hondurans. I mean, name me a Honduran that was a failure. Kyoto would be the closest one.
0: Luis Garrido, uh Carlos Costly. Just kidding, not Costly. People, people will slander me for that one. I don't even uh, know who that
1: is. That's before my time.
0: Yeah, way before your time. Uh, Luis Garrido, But even then, I mean, it wasn't a bad. It wasn't a bad pick. Uh, Alex Lopez, Alexander Lopez. Uh, that was definitely a swing and a whiff the uh the the Honduran Maradona as it were Ooh, it's the nickname that he was given by
1: uh his by his
0: dad K- Kieran over in uh Kieran in the UK
1: I don't know that's that sounds kind of dirty it's not like the Honduran Maradona sounds like a move that we did Saturday night
0: Oh, boy. No, no, no. Legitimately called him the and Maradona. Like, that nickname was given to him, and I don't remember why. And it might not have been given to him by Kieran. It was something that somebody else had said, but it was something that Kieran ran with.
1: Oh, either way, I could see that as a sexual position in the updated version of the Kama Sutra.
0: I would say that we held on to Boney too long. I mean, I appreciate the fact that he's, you know, basically a dynamo lifer, more or less. But it also feels like that's a player that we probably should have moved on when we had a chance. To, you know, to he stayed about
1: Ross two years too long. Yeah. About two years too long. Yeah. So in 25 days. Yes. I think that's right. Hector Herrero will suit up for his opening appearance in orange or black. Who the fuck knows? Orange. Have you noticed that the ticket prices, ticket prices are already 50% higher for this debut? 25 days
0: question. by the way 25 days yes i did you know uh, I on the, on, yeah you did uh, i am just just verifying for you i actually counted it out just now no. uh which you is, is why i was so slow
1: you got to fact check after the show you got fact check oh hell no i got to fact check
0: you right away you're all, like me you're always wrong a lot of it's off the cuff and then it's like oh that's wrong i, I like to correct immediately i was just like, i was
1: just right how can i always <laughs> be wrong i was literally just <laughs> you're you're
0: always wrong 50% of the time
1: well which is the exact amount roughly that our ticket prices have gone up for this exactly. Dallas match.
0: Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, the I, matches I after kind of go it. back to normal. And give it time. I, I expected it. If Hector Herrera comes in and he, you know, and, and it's a great match, uh, I expect the next like three or four matches are gonna are gonna skyrocket in price. And then if it continues, I expect it's just gonna keep getting higher and higher. Um, you know, and and, and it's fair that his debut match would go up in price, and I predicted that would happen. Uh, but you know, Hey, if you're a seasoned ticket holder, just think of the value of your tickets. Now you paid like, you know, less than market value for your tickets at this point. And, uh, if you have a bunch of them, like I got some friends that have, you know, 15, 20 tickets in a couple of sections out, out in, you know, in the, uh, grandstands, if you will, uh, you know, you can sell your tickets for double the price and people are buying them right now too. It's, you know, it's not like people aren't buying
1: them. I sit in those grandstands. I like it.
0: I know you do. I like
1: sitting under the shade. I'm fucking bougie. Because you're not cool. I'm bougie. Apparently, my I mean, girlfriend's daughter my my girlfriend's daughter called me bougie. We were I was over there one night and I I uh, asked my daughter to bring me the mason jar, so I could pour the beer into it. And her daughter uh, her daughter goes, "You're bougie." I was like, "Huh?" She goes, "You're bougie. You need your beer all special." I was like, "It's not like I need a salt on it. It's just I put it in a glass. It's actually how you're supposed to drink beer to release the carbonation, mm-hmm. in case you didn't know that." Man, it's it's a pretty exciting time across the board. I think uh, I think it's gonna be funny when Herrera doesn't score on his right. opening debut, and some people are like, "This guy fucking sucks." You know, someone's gonna see him not score and be like, "Waste of money, fucking Herrera out."
0: I mean, nobody cares about those people, realistically. You know, he's not being brought in to score. I know that's crazy talk for a midfielder who plays. Effectively, a deep-lying center midfielder, but that's that's how that works, you know. Anybody who knows soccer understands that. Anyone who knows who knows football, he's going to
1: cut, dude. He's going to cut the pitch in half defensively. Yeah, yeah. Like they're going to have to run at Matias Veda, and Veda is a slightly above-average MLS player. And then behind him, you have our best defender, because I would imagine Herrera is going to be on the right.
0: I don't. I'm gonna say this, and this is gonna floor you. I don't think Vera uh, is long for this team either. Oh, I disagree. I think that Bartlow has staked. We just his resigned claim. him. I know that that doesn't mean anything. There's trades that can happen, especially when a player's contract has so many years left on it, and he's not making that much money that he's untradeable. I, I think Bartlow has staked his claim and has proven that he can man that defensive midfielder slot right above the the actual center backs which means that you have three feasible center backs you can play around a lot more tactically in the middle of the match without having to make subsequent substitutions uh and waste a substitution on a, a guy that you know can play both defense and midfield and i, I mean that would be
1: that would be more effective if we had a center back who would really carry the ball forward and i mean teenage has done it kind of parker's done it. he looks weird but we don't really have I know what you're talking about how the defensive midfielder yeah, drops yeah, yeah. between the center backs, but, but it really doesn't matter because it...
0: Bartlow can be the one to bring it forward. That's the thing. Bartlow can be that guy.
1: Well, it looked Bartlow's... like we ran out.
0: Five at the delivery.
1: Back. Did we he... run five at the back? Or... No,
0: we trotted out four in the back with Bartlow playing just ahead of the center backs, the two center backs.
1: Okay. Well, fucking Google had goddamn. You can't trust up? Google
0: when it comes to lineups. I know that's lineups. why trust. I asked. They're so I asked. bad. I don't know if you've actually like looked at Google for like Spurs lineups. Like I look at it, I'm like, "What the hell is this?" Like it didn't make any sense, and I'm like, "What?" And then I turn on the TV and I'm watching, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's not the formation." Okay, I feel better about it. You know, like I, a lot of situations where that is the case.
1: Well, you know what? I'm regardless of what Bartlow does, I'm, I'm very happy. He's been he's been a surprise.
0: Why at, was he a surprise? <laughs> he was so highly rated coming out of the draft.
1: Yeah, he was the number two pick, and then he but he hurt, then he got hurt himself hurt. and he couldn't play the whole year. That's a big disappointment.
0: I don't think it's not that's the, a year. I, I don't think it's games. as much. Well, it wasn't that he wasn't getting games, instead, he wasn't getting dynamo games. He was still working out, he was still getting matches in. They just weren't, yeah, know, but it, it's not the same. No, I
1: the mean, pace, the physicality, no, the shitty referee. But
0: clearly, he didn't need a lot of that seasoning, anyways. Practice was more than enough. Look at that. So well, who, he's been playing.
1: Who would you pick as your biggest surprise thus far? On this team, who is my your biggest surprise. surprise thus far? Yes. Who were you expecting? Very little from, but you got a whole lot in return.
0: Steve Clark.
1: <sighs> Me too. Fucking shit. I thought he would be disappointing.
0: I didn't think he'd be disappointing, but I didn't think he would have the value that we paid to, you know, to bring him in salary wise.
1: He's 36 but too.
0: that. Well, it doesn't matter when goalkeepers can go to forties, man. With no problem but that man has earned every damn dollar that we paid for him. If there's one thing that Pat Onstad is going to know, it is goalkeepers. goalkeepers. Why did we even question that? Like, like that man is going to know what it makes a good goalkeeper. Absolutely, without a doubt. doubt. So, yeah, I it, it's surprising to me, but also not surprising. It is just surprising because I was I, stupid and didn't trust in Pat enough.
1: Yeah, I would say uh, I don't like that he's only six. To one yeah, yeah. i wish he was a little bit a little, taller
0: he's a little short for me our keeper is
1: kind of smaller
0: you know but at the same time like you know who else is out there that you feasibly would rather have an mls as your goalkeeper right now that you could have signed in the offseason there was nobody worth signing in the offseason we didn't have to trade for him you know so you got to look at that kind of thing too like the market just worked out where we were able to get him and i think you know, value for the money. You're not going to find a better goalkeeper value for the money without getting an international goalkeeper, and you're going to overpay for that, and you're going to lose an international slot. Would for you have rather guy, perfect
1: would Would you have rather kept Joe Willis and never had Marco Marich, but then not have had Steve Clark? Willis would still be our keeper, is what I'm asking.
0: Hmm. That's tough tough for me, and the only reason I say that is because I know the quality that Joe Willis brought, and I know the passion that he brought to the position. And he was saddled with such a shit ownership group that wasn't willing to spend the money. And Clark is being given the, you know, ability of having a, or not the ability, but given the blessing of having an ownership, you know, ownership that is willing to spend money and go get better players. That it's kind of unfair to Joe. Like if Joe had. This same defense in front of him, this same midfield and and forwards and with Hector Herrera coming in, uh, I feel like, you know, we'd probably be honestly in a slightly better place. But Joe made some blunders in his time that kind of made you take a step back and go, I don't know. Especially against us.
1: Against us last time.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he's made he made blunders when he was with the Dynamo. He threw a ball into the goal. (laughs) scored a goal on himself. Oh. Uh well, totally, kicked
1: one off a fucking defender into the yeah, goal. Yeah,
0: that's that's not the same as I mean, throwing it in a, your own goal though, let's be honest. Uh um, Yeah,
1: I, th- I think Joe's better than Clark. He's also like 4 years younger and he's so fucking long. Yeah, he's very lanky. He's just taller.
0: He he's just taller. Honestly, that is really truly one of the only differences. I think that you know, you look at Joe and and one of the reasons he's considered such a good goalkeeper is because when he has to make the save he's able to because of that extra length whereas i think like, steve clark has to find a way to be more athletic and he is more really yeah stronger. clark
1: is more athletic and better with the ball on his feet yeah that's one thing that distribution we,
0: for clark is insane i have always like anytime i see him getting ready to kick it out and the defender's running out of my cringe because i'm so used to marco marriage but then yeah. he kicks it out and it's like right to right to one of our guys and i'm like
1: I'm not used to that. I'm just used well, to it.
0: Oh, wait, what just, yeah, like what just happened? He was under pressure and was actually able to get it to the guy he was trying to? Hold Marich, on. Ki- Marriage
1: would kick it can out can of bounds. That? Keepers not can do under that?
0: Pressure. <laughs> yeah, well, so did Tally Hall, but that was also before your time.
1: Now, I remember him. I know the name. Mm. Because who forgets a name like Tally Hall? So the next part after the biggest surprise is your biggest disappointment. And I'm going to go first. In mine. Mm-hmm. we talked about him earlier.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're not quite sure what his last name is, but Corey Baird.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Corey Baird has been my biggest disappointment considering I was high on him. Like I was very, very high on him. I didn't think 750 grand was, was accurate, but statistically speaking in the past, he had flashes of solid MLS quality. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say next, but I, I, I liked him. I still like him. I just, he's been so bad. And I didn't expect him to light the world on fire, but I, I didn't also expect him to consistently rate out in the fucking five. Yeah. Yeah. This, this guy's he's had he's had like if we had an award for the worst player of a game, he would have the most. Like based off their ratings. He's it's it's been very, very bad.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Who's yours? Who disappointed you this year? Tim Parker. Really?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, after last season, I was ready for it.
0: You know, I I thought last season he was suffering from not a consistent center back next to him. You know, no real partnership, no real pairing. I thought having an off season with Hadebe would would help with that. Then they start. You know, they did ended up doing the preseason almost exclusively with him and Sterres, and you know, starting. And then you know, when Hadebe
1: was out, yeah, well, Hadebe was out,
0: was out. But even then, like they started the season with Sterres instead of bringing in Hadebe for the first like four matches or something. And then they finally brought him in and it was like, I don't see a difference at this point. Hadebe's more athletic, but he's also way more aggressive and creates more unintentional opportunities going the other way, which, you know, can be very bad, you know? And, and, and so, yeah, I think just, I know that sounds crazy because I'm harping on Hadebe more than I am Parker right now, but I think just the expectation that Parker was going to step it up, having a consistent partner. And here we are, you know, what is, what is it? 15 matches, 14 matches into the season, 13 matches, something like that. I think we're at 14 now,
1: 14 or 15, 14, 14, or 14. Yeah,
0: 14 matches into the season. And I don't see a difference from last season and we're paying way too much money to him, uh, you know, for him to be playing the way that he is. Now with that said, top five know, payroll for defender, uh, I, I would say a one B to the one a of Tim Parker would be a davy Who's also not played as well as I would have hoped for as much money as we're paying for him. So there's, two gigantic salaries being paid right now at center back. And for what we're getting out of that position, we are absolutely overpaying. And that is, you know, if nothing else, Tim Parker, you know, and and to be fair, technically both of those, if you think about it, were, you know, were under the regime of Ted Siegel, Um, Seagal, Siegel, Ted Siegel. Sorry. Um, Yeah. Because, you know, Siegel's first two things that he talked about was number one, I'm re-signing Tim Parker to a, a, you know, a long contract. Number two, I'm transfer, you know, I'm paying for the transfer for a teenage Davey to come in from, from, you know, Africa. Um, and so, you know, he green-lighted both of those. And, and to me, those are the two biggest holes that we've got right now in the, in the lineup at, at times, I would still say left winger is a pretty, you know, Left wing and right wing are both very big you know, yeah, our wings are not regard.
1: good. Our <laughs> but, wings are below average.
0: But to be fair, our center backs haven't been a lot better than that either. You know, it's not like they've been, you know, it's a night and day difference. It's just one is more attack, so you don't really count it when you're getting scored on. But the flip side of that is, you know, it's not like Hidabi or, or Parker are providing anything going forward either. We can't count on them for set piece goals. So, you know, what are they really bringing to the team?
1: A lot of, a lot of payroll, a lot of a lot salary, of payroll,
0: a lot of payroll, a lot of yelling lot and shouting and getting frustrated at other people. And a lot of the responsibility needs to fall on them first and foremost.
1: You know, I would say my second, my one B like you had would be Fafa. Pico.
0: I, I can, I can understand Fafa. I only went Tim Parker and Hedevi because I've been disappointed at our defense. And I feel like second now that he's slotted in is such an upgrade over Dorsey and, um, you know, and Valentine and, and Lundy has always been solid enough for me at, at left back uh, that I just feel like, you know, between the two of those players look, to be honest with you, I would feel more comfortable with Ethan Bartlow at center back than either of the two center backs that currently start.
1: There's always Sam John too. Don't Let's forget him who has been quietly performing well.
0: I year. would like to get stairs back fully because I'd like to see Bartlow and stairs as the starting center backs. And really put a message to Tim Parker and Hadevi.
1: Well, I do like that they tried to build from the back. That was yeah. smart. Yeah. they've pretty much remade they've remade 75 percent of the back line.
0: Mm-hmm. Monday's
1: the only holdover. We got Zecca, you got, Zekka, you got uh, Parker, Hadebe, Bartlow, Steris, Dorsey. Uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody. Anyway, J- Junka. Hoffman and Junko. Hoffman. Right? No, Junko Hoffman, was drafted by
0: Hoffman's now. with well, Dinodoso. He's not with Dynamo right now.
1: I know, but still can't,
0: can't count Hoffman.
1: Oh yeah, he's he's a holdover too. But yeah, they're all mostly new. They're mostly new, and we've seen a lot of turnover the last two years. Mm-hmm. So now, we're on to listener questions.
0: Uh, so there's we, some good ones two, this week, man. We had some
1: good ones, man. The the the, the Twitter sphere was was kind. They to Dan.
0: stepped up, bro. They stepped up.
1: They gave us ones that we like. It's always. You guys are always asking questions about tactics and this and that and this. Look, I've told you I don't know shit about fuck. I don't know. I don't know anything. They knew I was
0: going to be on, so they were asking questions for me. They didn't care about. Yeah, somebody somebody
1: it. put a question directly in the uh that Twitter chat. This oh, one's just for Sean. I didn't, even see, Sean. So, you I know, didn't even see it. Let's do I didn't that even see that one first.
0: It. I didn't even see it. So this is the. I have no prep on this question. This will be. Great. This
1: is from Marlon. Oh, okay. All right. Marlon writes. It's the hypothetical. This is for Sean. So, Sean, our number nine gets injured, Sabus. Mm-hmm. And the only option is Minotis to replace him for the rest of the season. Ooh. Would you pull the trigger? Okay, so hold on a second, Marlon. He wants to know, would you pull the trigger or look at other options? Marlon, if, if Minotis is the only option, then you've already answered the question.
0: Yeah, ain't going to happen.
1: So, w- okay, would you replace? I mean, would you bring back Minotis if Sabus got hurt?
0: Hell no, I'd put Thor up top. And he would give me my 10 goals and you would have a tattoo.
1: I would. Uh, oh, wow. Did I really agree to that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did I, is there proof of this? Oh,
0: uh, there is. Don't you uh, know there's uh, proof because it's on a show, buddy.
1: See, I would I would take my notice back because Actually, then I we can play on Thor on the wing. It probably is on Twitter. Probably is. I know I mentioned one time something yeah. about getting a yeah. Dynamo tattoo, and people were hey, for mean, real.
0: You, you know, th- the way to look at it is, you got roughly fifteen-ish games, 15, 16 games left, and he only needs to score nine more goals. You know, if he averages one roughly every match or every other match, if he averages one every match, that's two tattoos. That's what that should be. If he averages I'm one every other match, Pasher. if he ha- if he makes one every other match, that's that's right on the cusp of hitting that ten mark, mark man. man.
1: Well, I'm gonna need Corey Bear to step it up and start scoring because I, I can't i can't i can't put a fucking was it your face was it was yeah it your you said together? my face that'd be a fun explanation
0: yeah it would
1: tell me you're a moron without telling me you're a moron
0: i decided to bet the guy that i called the professor that he was wrong about something and i had to pay up yeah
1: we'll be all right we'll be all right all right so Here's a question for Jonathan. Jonathan says, "With the new regime, where do you see the Dynamo in three to five years?" Jonathan, I'm gonna go first. Perennially making the playoffs, a year in, year out, playoff team, not on the cusp, or a solid three, four, five. Three is a stretch. I think we can be up top, obviously with LA Galaxy and LAFC. That's that makes the regular season a bit of a marathon because of their finances. But if we can get into the playoffs as a three or a four or five seed, we can make a good run. And I think that's where we're going to be. I don't think we'll ever outspend LA because we're not as glamorous, but we're, we're being run well now. You can throw money at a problem. Look at Miami. Miami's fucking horrible. And they're. I think I might know about football when the football coach, but in three to five years, I expect us to be in the playoffs every year in some type of quarter or semifinal or final of the F, of the uh, fa cup the u.s open cup and honestly in the next three to five years i see a CONCACAF cap champions league appearance that's that's a stretch what about you shawnee uh
0: within three to five years or in so the question i, I need to because this is important are we talking the time frame of expectations for three to five years out or what we expect following the three to five years
1: I guess in three years, three, four, or five, where do you see the team?
0: Uh, I think within the next five seasons, it is entirely plausible that we will be fighting for an MLS Cup and MLS Cup. And in doing so, we will probably make CCL. And in doing so, we'll probably vie for, you know, at at least the, you know, knockout stages and probably, you know, well past that point, to be honest with you.
1: Every MLS team should make the knockout stages. We always play fucking cupcakes in the beginning.
0: I mean, that, that's true, but that's not always been the case.
1: Guast Toya. Guastatoya. 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 Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That was a hell of a rainout. Yep. All righty. Next one is was, from Jeff. I was Strong. there, so I know. Oh, I was too.
0: I was also at Tigres.
1: Oh, did Tigres. I go to that one? I remember I saw Cruz Azul. Maybe I saw Tigres. I remember that the downtown Edo area had like all these little pop-up tents and all these Mm -hmm. like uh, roasted corn and Tigris jerseys and shit. It was like, I was like, where am I? Am I in Houston anymore? just came. You know what? And that's fucking great. I hope this looks like when Herrera gets here. I want to buy some roasted corn on the way to the stadium and not have to settle for a free non-alcoholic Heineken, which they pass out when you leave in front of that, the dude or the lady in the wheelchair. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: All right. Jeff Strong says, should the dynamo have a young player training to back up Herrera? This team historically doesn't prepare properly for depth.
0: We already do. His name is Brooklyn Reigns. His name is Juan yeah. Castilla. His name is Marcelo Palomino. I've got We've a few got names so many. There out there. Take them. Yeah.
1: None there's of them are as. There's a kid good as in the H-A's academy been.
0: right now that just got called up to the US U 17s and he's like 15 years old.
1: Him in and Brooklyn, right? Didn't Brooklyn go yeah. too?
0: Brooklyn went as well. So, I mean, look, uh, the future's bright in midfield and central midfield. I. Yeah, I don't think it's a matter of training the next player. I, I think we already have him. It's just a matter of making sure he's got the opportunity when the time arrives.
1: And I think you've already seen him. Like you said, Brooklyn, I think Brooklyn Reigns is that player because when Herrera Brooklyn done, is
0: a legit real player. That's all I know. You know Brooklyn's like, going to
1: be 18 or 19 when Herrera leaves because it's two years and an option for a third, right?
0: I would say my only concern with Brooklyn is by that point, he's going to be heavily sought after, in my opinion, by other clubs, like outside of MLS.
1: Well, as long as we can manage to sell them at the right time, which we've historically been terrible at. Yep. And cash in, like, look at Dallas with Pepe. Yep, yep. He's playing so well, isn't he? Mm Mm-hmm. He's playing horrible.
0: You mean Uh, Pepe?
1: Pepe, 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 Pepe. 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 I Whatever, the names are hard. Just be like Sullivan.
0: Just remember, it's like I.K. Poppy.
1: Ricky Sullivan. (laughs) So, yeah, Jeff, Jeff, we got him. His name is Brooklyn Reigns. Yep. All right, ma'am. This is where you and I are going to have to figure some shit out. If you and Sean were to have a baby, Chuchin, Chuchin writes this one. Thanks, Chuchin. If you and Sean were to have a baby, who would have the more dominant genes being represented in the baby? So I broke this down into five categories. Facial features. And I think what we should do here is maybe we should design the perfect person using our best qualities. Take all my worst away and replace it with all your best and vice versa.
0: So it's going to be just me as a baby.
1: Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Maybe as a baby, but when it, when it, when it develops, it will be part. So the yeah, first but part nobody could facial. see that part, right? Well, one day, <laughs> one day when I fucking lose my job, uh, <laughs> oh, facial boy. features, I would, I would take your beard. I would a hundred percent take your beard.
0: My, my facial hair. We'll say facial hair. I
1: would take your facial hair. Uh, I would keep my hair because I have. Of most of it still.
0: And I don't. So that's, that's, yep. I, I mean, I have hair. It's just, there are certain areas. The hair does not exist anymore.
1: I would keep my dimples, but I'd put your smile on me, on, on the kid.
0: Oh, oh, all right.
1: Yeah. All right. This is going to be a sexy baby.
0: I would keep my eyes. I, I, I my eyes are, I'm not even kidding. Like girls fall. too. My eyes.
1: How about how are your eyelashes? How's your eyelash game? Cause I have my eyelash, eyelash game, game, game is not on point. I will All say right, that. So we'll keep your eyes. We'll go with my eyelashes. There you go. There you uh, go. I have a cute little German nose. It's, it's pretty straight. There's no curves or anything. Um, oh, you were talking about your nose. I thought I you were talking
0: know. about a different anatomy.
1: Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, <laughs> personality, personality. Now, man, oh. see, I, I want the kid to have your restraint. I want this kid to have your filter.
0: All right, all right.
1: Because I agree with that. It's it's. I mean, let's be honest. My lack of filter has gotten me into trouble many times. I can't even be like once or twice. It's fucking a lot.
0: Okay, so my self control essentially.
1: Your self control. uh, I would definitely put my sense of humor in there. I. Because with your with your control, none of the bad weird shit would get out.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair.
1: Or at least not where really, it shouldn't be. But
0: then at that point, it's really just my sense of humor, anyways. We're just kidding.
1: I mean, I'm just trying to design a baby that doesn't make rape jokes on Twitter. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, I mean that's easy. Just don't have can, one with you.
1: Just don't 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 send. Don't click send. <laughs> yeah. Um
0: look, they have apps t- for that, t- by the way. You? They have apps for that. I'm six two. Do they half. really? Yeah, I'm six two and a half. All right.
1: So we're keeping we're keeping your height. We're keeping your height. Yep. Because you're taller than me. Yep. All right. Sexual prowess. Oh, wait, hold on. Legs. Do you got like good calves? Because I got like little bird legs.
0: I played soccer for 13 years growing up. Maybe even longer than that. I don't remember the exact number. Uh I've got calves, bro. Like legit calves.
1: All right. So we're go- we're gonna keep uh your thighs and calves. Uh we're not gonna go into like the pain. You want to do the penis? I mean, I, I, no.
0: I'm willing to give it to you. You know, that, that's fine. I, I I fully trust. I don't I don't need proof.
1: All right. Well, then I'll take it. Because I I was just going to say, like, what's your size? Or we could have. Oh no, you texted an ass picture, not a dick picture.
0: Yep. Sorry.
1: Could have hunted down the the inadvertent <laughs> ass
0: picture.
1: Uh, sexual prowess. Hmm. Sexuality. I mean
0: i'll give it to you i think you definitely are more uh hormonally yeah, but, driven and active than i am
1: yeah but that also like has its risks like for kids sure but we've already CDs, established it has which, my
0: self-control so it's okay having I the believe. sex drive with the self-control can avoid a lot of that
1: so i can be a lady in the street but a freak in the sheets. Damn got straight
0: it. damn straight
1: that's so my problem—is just a freak outside too. I mean, you're just an intellect.
0: Oh, that's easy. Come on, Finn. I would that's
1: go with easy. your knowledge and my my witty responses. I feel like you, you have a brain like mine, which is why we get along so well.
0: I can agree with the in wit. a way. I can I, agree with the wit. I definitely, yeah, definitely, my intelligence. No, no offense meant by it, but let's be real.
1: So, Chuchin, I, I think the baby would have a pretty good mixture. Me and Sean both, uh, I think we're both a little alpha personality around people. So uh, it would be a strong baby. Like it wouldn't, it, this baby wouldn't cure cancer, but this baby would have a nice house good cars, very little debt. Um, a decent looking wife or husband, right? We don't know if it's a boy or girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, he said penis though, or whatever. It's 2022. Let him marry who he wants. Damn straight. Um, we would have a, actually, no, um, Yeah, we would have a good-looking child. Maybe we should make this happen. Nope. We could set up a GoFundMe. GoFundMe. Nope. 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 We'll do a GoFundMe for introvert. Look, ladies, the three of you that are listening, and mom, turn it off right now. (laughs) Ladies, if if you want to be a part of some IVF action, we will start a GoFundMe where they take my DNA and Sean's DNA and they implant it into your uterus. And then nine months later, after marinating that little bad boy around in your your, your body, that would pop the fucking... I mean, if you want,
0: I'm just saying, ladies, if you want to save, I'm available. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to save on the money.
1: Yeah, I can't. I can't make kids anymore. Yep, you're done. You're done for. I am done. It's the fucking best money I've ever spent. So, Jesus, Jesus asks, and I don't know the answer to this. He says, what are some of the attacking options they're looking at if Fafa's moved on? I have no idea.
0: Sarcaza, you have any clue? Sarcaza or what? Is, uh, yeah, the one
1: Honduran that was linked
0: a couple weeks ago, that kid? Yeah, the Honduran kid. Uh, look, I will say this about this this regime. They are very good at keeping things under wraps until they are ready to announce this. Like, they are so good at keeping things quiet.
1: And it moves fast once we hear about it.
0: Well, yeah, because at that point everything's already pretty much done. They're literally flying the guy in to sign the paperwork that night, like or that day. Like, it's crazy how effective they are at being quiet about it. Uh, I he's already in Ted
1: Siegel's office while Ted is getting measured for his tuxedo. Oh no, it was Pat while only wearing his shoes, socks, and stirrups.
0: So so you were the one that said it. I
1: know. Yeah, it's it's
0: it's interesting to me because I think there are numerous you know instances where they've gotten a guy into the front office to sign a contract. And we found out because of that, like we didn't find out because somebody slipped the news. It was because they basically allowed it to be slipped. Like until that happens, we are not going to know a damn thing.
1: Like we knew, we knew about Tiago when he landed in Houston. Yep. They're like, he's here. And we're like, Oh, we would kind of have known.
0: We, we, there were rumors out there, but there, nothing was substantiated. And I think that's the biggest thing is it's so difficult right now to substantiate any rumors at all. Um, I, I will say that, uh, you know, I think it's entirely plausible that the trips that Pat has made in the last like three months point to him looking in specific areas, uh, at different players. Uh, and, and there's been a couple of matches he's done here, you know, here in, uh, in Houston or, or domestically, uh, where he's looked at various players and been kind of scouting on his own. The one thing I, I, you know, I said this earlier in the show, but didn't really hit on it very hard, but. When it comes to the Dynamo and the roster build-out this season, it's a tough cookie because in order to bring somebody in, they have to make a move to push somebody out. Yeah, They our, are completely done are not very attractive. with roster yeah. slots right now. It, it, it doesn't matter, right? It, if the if the money is willing to be spent, you could still bring a guy in. Um, you just have to find the mechanisms and pay for them effectively to, to make it work.
1: And then MLS um, has this weird thing where – After a certain date, that salary still counts towards your payroll. Now, the one thing to keep in mind, add it on top.
0: Yep. The one thing to keep in mind, though, is a player brought in, whether it's a DP or otherwise. And this is why the Hector Herrera signing makes sense halfway through the season, even though that's not really talked about, is you pay half the price for the in terms of salary budget for that player. So we're only paying half of what a DP would cost. Uh, in terms of salary budget. Now we're still paying his entire salary to him. He's still getting paid. It's just to our salary budget, only half of it actually counts because he's a mid-season signing. That's what he's considered.
1: Yeah, but it's a hell of a mid-season signing to have.
0: It is. He's going to count fully next year, though. I, this offseason is going to be nuts because we're going to see a lot of players moved around. A lot of players.
1: I hope he brings in more Mexican national team players. I Even ones that aren't huge. I, I do because. They're I losing to Jamaica that's 1-0 or, right now. Oh, England no, just good. lost to Hungary. It's, it happens, man.
0: Y- you know, you're not wrong, but I'm just saying, like, like that does not make me want to go get a Mexican national team player. I don't want Memo Achoa. The guy only shows up for cup matches and nothing else. Um, you know, I a lot of the Mexican stars are are aged well beyond the point that I'd want to bring him in on any sort of reasonable salaries.
1: No, no, I don't I don't want an older one, I want one of these younger ones. Maybe they don't have the any young ones. The Mexican national team. They
0: don't have the any ones
1: on the cusp. u ones. u 25 They don't have any. They gotta have them. It's Mexico. No. They all play I, I have enough,
0: uh, you know, the search Discord, I have enough people in there that are Mexican national team fans, and they swear up and down that they have absolutely no crop coming up from the youth national team level. Absolutely none. Like they're they're disappointed when they hear that somebody might be moving away from the senior team because they have nobody to replace them with.
1: It's been mismanaged.
0: It has been horribly mismanaged in, in, uh, you know, from Liga MX on, on, on through the rest of the Mexican national team, Mexican federation, if you will.
1: So the next question is a no brainer. Well, you and I both know that we could dynamo memes asks, could you and Sean survive on an Island? Absolutely. Fucking no doubt in my mind. Yep. How long were you in boy Scouts? The truth.
0: Uh, I was actually only in Cub Scouts. I never even was a Boy Scout. Just a year. or uh, Two years, I guess, technically. Two years. But it was like elementary school or junior high, so it doesn't really count, right?
1: I don't know. It counts. It counts. It's more than some. It's more than most.
0: I did. I, there was a Y program, YMCA program that I did for a couple of years that was like uh, the YMCA version of Cub Scouts. I did that for a couple of years, too. So four years, give or take. But again, it was still I was young, young. I wasn't, you know, no Eagle Scout level. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, I was never an Eagle Scout. I got to the the level Weeblo, heard of these? And then I realized what it sounded like. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore, mom. This sounds bad. Like Cub Scouts, Weeblos, Boy Scouts, Eagle Scouts, I think is it. But I did it for probably four or five years. And then a solid four-year stint in the military. I'm not a survivalist, but I can kill things and I can fish and I'm smart enough to figure things out. And Sean, I know you are as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I mean, I, I'm the... one of those. I'm one of those people that, uh, you know, the main thing that I took out of the scouts was always being prepared for anything. So like, I'm the guy that's going to be able to figure things out resourcefully. Like, okay, I have a pocket knife on me pretty much all the time. Pocket knife has all of my utensils, all of my tools, that, you know, basic stuff that I'm going to need. In my truck, I have a a paracord little, they call it like a, a emergency grenade effectively. It's not a grenade, but you unwrap the paracord and there's like a windshield breaker. Um, there's a, a little flashlight, like our little uh, Flint and Tinder thing. Like, I mean, there's so much stuff in that, uh, that, yeah, I, there's no doubt. Like we would just survive based off the crap that I carry with me. A lot of places.
1: Yeah. If we could bring your truck to the island, it'd be pretty dope because then we could just drive around the Island.
0: Yeah. Then we just drive around.
1: Out. Just My run biggest over,
0: run over our food at that point.
1: So I, I mean, I've I've thought about this. You know, I, I was a big fan of Robinson Crusoe and all that shit. So was up. I. So was I. But as an ad, as an ad, as an adult, Swiss Family Robinson, that was my jam. I was like, I want to fucking fail. Yeah. My dad was like, Why can't you just be happy? I was like, Why don't you love me? Um, my biggest thing is the fucking sunburn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. No. The the lack of uh of of sun protection would be definitely a problem.
1: Like a uh, shelter a shelter where we are blocked from the sun would be the very first thing. Absolutely. And then well, fresh water and that.
0: The shelter, That's the water. fresh water, which you can do all those together if you're, you know, if you if you've got the right right tools and the right capabilities. Uh, you know, and you also need to set up a fire cuz you're going to need something to keep you warm cuz when it gets nighttime no matter where you are in the tropics it actually gets kind of cold. Um, and then, you know, setting up some sort of spear for fishing. I mean, you know, if you've got those four things you'll be able to you'll be able to survive. Or
1: traps. You can yeah, you can make traps out of stuff. I mean, he that. didn't establish how he big the island is, so, is. I
0: mean, he didn't establish how big the island is, and we know that, you know, it's the ocean, so at the very least there's definitely fish.
1: What I want to know is does Congress's new gun control laws do they apply to us if we're on the island? Can we bring the ar fish? No, cuz it's
0: international waters. It's can we just load them up? Waters.
1: And there's I... like no laws there. There's like no rules in international waters. Yeah. Except for don't traffic cocaine.
0: Yeah. No comment.
1: But, you know, I'm gonna keep cocaine's that fun. That's the fun drug. Oh, they traffic plenty of people, though. It's pretty horrible. All right. Last question. Dago asks, what San Luis player would you like to have in the Dynamo? And I put Jr. Yeah. I mean,
0: that was a no-brainer for me. He's the best player on their team.
1: Yeah. And he's a winger. Yeah. Plays up top. We need it. That's what we need. So, Sean, are you guys doing a show tomorrow?
0: We are. Mark is oh, nice. back. Where's he been? He's sick. He caught COVID. Oh, I my think. God.
1: Did he get it from you? No. He, no. He and I
0: have literally not interacted in person since, like, the first opening match of the season or, like, the third match of the season. He yeah, you've had a lot from of, from me.
1: you've had a lot of co-hosts on there.
0: Yeah. I've had to cycle through people because, well, he, he missed the last two weeks or last three weeks. No, last two weeks he's missed because of COVID or similar being sick. Um, and then I had, we had two weeks where I was a combination of sick and out of town and then, uh, or three weeks actually for that. And then, uh, you know, and, and so like, it's been, it's, and then before that, just busyness between the two of us, you know, him being busy a week or me being busy a week. I mean, we've had 10 episodes though for the season, but like three of those episodes have had guest hosts. So seven episodes, you and I have actually done fully together.
1: You had Colin, you had Colin and his mom. Yep. You had Rob. Yep. And then, who was the last one?
0: Uh, Jen came on, one. but she was, was a guest. She wasn't a, co-host. she wasn't a co-host. She was a guest. Uh, there was a third one. I just don't remember who it was.
1: Oh, man. it sucks to be that person right now. You just forgot about him.
0: <laughs> I, I did. I feel <laughs> terrible because of it. Because I'm like, I should know who this was.
1: Well, I'm going to be guesting on some podcast from the MLS card guy. That DC United fan.
0: Sounds
1: interesting. Yeah. Pretty decent following.
0: Cool.
1: So we're going to be doing that in a couple weeks. And then uh, next week, Joey Chabala's coming back on. All right. Joey Chabala's going to get back on. No relation to Mike. Of
0: course not. That'd be crazy. Listening purposes. Yeah, no. Yep. He's Shawn. a big guy. I like Joey, though. Joey's fun.
1: Never met him.
0: I haven't but... met him. I mean, just from my Twitter interactions with him. Actually, I probably have met him. I just don't know it.
1: Yeah. And he seems like uh, knowledgeable too. Yep, yep. I like him. So Sean, tell us about your show.
0: No, I'm not. Cause there's something no? you said, you promised me you were going to answer this and you didn't.
1: What am I going to answer? Who is
0: Finn?
1: Who is Finn?
0: Who is Finn?
1: Oh, that's me.
0: Well, no shit, Sherlock.
1: <laughs> you, you... That's, that's who I am. <laughs> dude if i fucking had any idea who i was my life would be much fucking different
0: so the reason like, i bring this I'm up i'm
1: kind of figuring it out but.
0: what was the conversation we were having it, you know you were getting down on yourself about the show and just like you know I, I i feel like i struggle at times and it's not as good as i want it to be i don't remember exactly what the conversation was oh no, trying
1: me. to figure out a good cycle of co-hosts
0: oh that's what it was and I was like, man, you know, just you got to figure out who you are. Like, what does Finn bring to the table first? And then you could find a co host that fits you for that specifically. That's the and thing. Is I don't even fucking know it's what's going on here. It's just not me. Uh,
1: you know, a, it can't, a, can't be you because of Mark. Be I could do that to Mark. Yeah. No, I don't well, mean it, dude. do like, it. Hey, I wouldn't let it anyways. All I know is expect the unexpected because I don't really ever know what's going to happen especially here. I mean, who am I? I'm a fucking lunatic. Pick
0: That's not answer. an answer, bro. That's ah. a cop-out. You know, what, what, is, what I'm going to ask it again and I'm going to ask, and, and I'm pointedly asking you on the air, on the air air quote, you know, on the recording, you know, what does Finn bring to the table as a host of a podcast?
1: Oh, sparkling sense of humor and a, the ability to make everybody, most people feel at home.
0: All right. Well, there Just you go. Then always succeed. It's the Houston Dynapod with Finister. Right there, in a nutshell. Pretty much. Uh, as far as that my podcast. That's a good one.
1: As far as my yeah, podcast. Yeah, tell us about Jen Orange. Uh,
0: I'm not, actually. Because everybody knows that, that listens to your show. that They already know who I am. But what I will do is I will give a shout out, uh, much as I like to do, uh, to Rob Zip, who did, as you, as you pointed out earlier, he co-hosted Jen Orange with me last week. Uh, the most epic, awesome show ever uh you can hit rob up on twitter at uh most epic show most epic show and then on youtube it's at rob zip or just rob zip uh yeah uh, go hit him up he's got some great content uh he's a heavy metal fan he gets heavy metal uh you know uh, band members on all the time uh to shoot the shit he uh does live streams of uh the pre and post match uh for dynamo and, and when he attends a dash match a dash match um he got sick for about a week but he fucking he, yeah
1: he also had like heat exhaustion
0: yeah he went out for the yeah. dinados
1: he's dude he is fucking balls deep in this like i admire his dedication yeah i do admire his dedication uh fuck what was i gonna say i had something to say and i can't remember now this is why i gotta write shit down
0: mm-hmm. or type it in at least
1: i know you were talking about <clears> rob <throat> Fuck if I know. And it was good. Damn it. It was good content. I forgot what it was. Uh. All right. I remember what I was going to say. You were giving a shout out to Rob zip. I was going to give a shout out to WD 40 because you need that shit on your chair. I have heard you squeak more times in this episode than I've heard in the past. And the second thing I was going to say was the comment about the incest, about how the dynamo community right now, for me, the same people over and over, it is a little incestual. However, if you paid attention to the Sounders week, I did write a tweet about how I'd rather fuck my cousin than be a Sounders fan. So it should make perfect sense to everybody. All right. This time for real, Houston Dynapod podcast, I'm Finister. Albert Felice is going to get there.
0: There's no question. He squares it! There it is! It's another! And it's Bumble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, at least with the assist.
1: Big shout-out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at fwftx on all social media platforms once again that's familiar with failure check them out badass band cool ass people